I just want to say namaste, y'all, because we're so mellowed out here on the Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. I am your boy, Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. That's my pal, my friend, my comrade. Everything I learn about animal advocacy. Wait, that's not Valerie. That's a dog. Oh, Valerie is behind the dog. That is my pal. She teaches me everything. And that is my other pal, Jovi. Oh, my God, Jovi. You're keeping that hat on? So if you're, if you're listening and not watching... Jovi might be hungover. It is the 5th of January. However, he's still partying. Val, I was going to make a comment before, but I'll do it right here. I thought you were ready to be like your silver shirt, the whole thing. You're super like ready for the new year. I, feel like I love Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jack. a great year for all the animal lovers and all the animals. Woo! Woo! Hi there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my God, 2022, the year of the props. Now we have props. Now we have, I like that because, you know what? I was not an athlete when I grew up in high school and stuff like that. So the cheerleaders weren't rah rahing. But maybe every so often I'll say something funny here on the show and you'll do the pom poms. That would be fun. <laughs> my plan is to use these pom poms often to signify whenever there is a victory in the world of animal welfare. You're so smart and creative. It's not just because I love you in my bud, but you are so smart and creative. What a great idea. So I hope we get to wave those pom-poms a lot, but a you lot. know, I hope so. But let, let's see. You said it was a good year for animal advocacy. 2021 was, or so far this year has been, what were you saying there? I want this year to be a great year specifically. And since, uh, since this is popping up, um, this year, right now, uh, New York Assembly, just the legislative session has just reopened and we're pushing really hard to get the anti-puppy mill bill passed. Um, so that's a really big deal. New York will become the seventh state. It's kind of going through the, the, the nation. But it's sad, too, because there are still some assembly members who have yet to sponsor the bill, co-sponsor the bill and voice their support for the bill. Um, and I... So this was part of my plan today. I'm really sorry, Jack. I love you. We'll get to you. Um, yeah, before, okay. before I, you do that, let's, uh, let's, tell, let's do pick. We didn't even tell them who we really are yet. We're assuming okay. just because mm. like 1,500 people listened to the last show on the Facebook machine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you're new to the show, this is the professionals. It is actually not even the, this is your professionals and animal lovers show. We call it pals. I'm Tommy D, as I mentioned. Yay. We're here to amplify a message for you. And that message is that the bond between animal lovers, 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 lovers is incredibly strong. And it's, it, we want to support each other in business, support each other in community, support each other in advocacy. We believe that bond between people who care for animals is just as strong as the bond between pets and their owners and owners and their pets. And we are achieving this through community. We started this show just in September. And we're having a good old time. We took a couple of weeks off. Um, it really all started because Valerie said, I want to do a show again. So I said, let's do it. And now we've done so many episodes and, and we're here. So one of the things we're going to do is educate you on advocacy. So I wanted to remind you who we were. That's Valerie Heffron. I'm Tommy Demisa. That's Jackie Dworkin. We're going to introduce Jackie. This is all about Jackie soon. Yes. Right now. Right now. It's not, all, <laughs> it's not all about Jackie just yet. So, <laughs> Now, Jovi, give us a little advocacy update, and then we're going to get into the meat of our conversation. Okay, so the first thing I need to say is that this bill has been hard fought for years, and each year it takes a, like a baby step forward. So if you are against animal abuse and puppy mills, and you specifically live in New York, I'm going to ask you for a huge favor. Number one, find out who your assembly you can easily plug in your address at nyassembly.gov, and it will come up. So I took the liberty of finding out for you. Tommy DeMisa, your assembly person is Edward Ra. I know him. I've met him. 
He has already co-sponsored the bill. So we thank you, Assembly. Right, we got to shout out, Edward. What, what do we say? Rah, rah. Val, get your pawn. What is it? Get your pawn. Rah, rah. Yay, Ed, rah. Yeah, I can do this all day. <laughs> so there's a lot of Assembly members, but so we won't go to the me, I want to share it on Facebook. How do you, give me that thing again. New York, the website. Uh, oh, okay. NYAssembly.gov. Thank you. You look up who your assembly person is, which is where the bill is right now. It's the New York State Assembly. And this is the key. If it gets out of committee and onto the floor, then it gets voted on. And we believe if that happens, we there's a lot of strong support. It needs to get out of committee. Now, Jackie, I took the liberty of pulling up your New York State Assembly person. Mm-hmm. And assembly person is Michael Montesano. He has not co-sponsored the bill. Not to be yeah. with Christopher Chrissy Maltesano from The Sopranos. Sopranos. Not, not to be <laughs> different. Or, or, or Paul or, Montesano from Clifco Mortgage. Not even Paul, but so, I, mean, I digress. So, if we so, call him, he could probably get this stuff done. Chrissy and Tony Soprano, again, yes. I'll digress. So, <laughs> so what we need everyone to do is find out who their representative is. And then call their office. If they, if you find out they've already signed up and they've supported this bill, just say thank you. They will appreciate your phone call so much because they're taking a stance on an issue. And if they have not, please implore them to do so. Michael Montesano, actually, part of his district is Hicksville, New York, where yeah. New York Attorney General recently is suing uh, Shakeapaw in Hicksville as well as Shakeapaw in Lindbrook. Um, for uh, consumer fraud and, and egregious acts of, of horrible treatment for these animals. And I need to say one more, speaking of Lindbrook, that is Judy Griffin's office, Assemblywoman Judy Griffin. We, we, we really implore people who live in her district, look it up. It's like Lindbrook, Oceanside, Rockwell Center, that area, parts of West Hempstead, Malvern. We need you to make these calls and help us pass this humane and incredibly important legislation. Now, what are we asking for? Because you, you said something up front there. You said like, and I'm not to mock. Yes, I apologize. Mock, no, no, but let no. me say, it's not to mm-hmm. mock the statement you made, but you said, if you're against poor treatment of animals, like mm-hmm. that's like a stupid thing. Like, of course we're against that. Like, if you're not against that, I don't mm-hmm. then, then you're like, uh, I don't so, know, <laughs> maybe you're a jerk. This, right. So this bill specifically would prohibit the retail sales of puppies, kittens, and rabbits that are sourced from these facilities known as mills. They're puppy mills, they're kitten mills, and they're rabbit mills. And those animals live a horrific life. They they never see, uh, they never are like, they never get human touch. They're barely given enough food to survive. They're barely given enough medical to survive. And they're just incessantly bred until they can't breed anymore. And then they're either dumped or sometimes killed. They live their lives in outdoor wire cages, defecating often on themselves and other animals. And it's just, it's the worst. I, I don't understand how these places even exist, but the way to, to um, shut them down or put them out of business, it's the same thing as the, the fur business. There's no more furriers anymore because the awareness was raised and the demand stopped. So if we can stop the puppy mill to pet store pipeline, we will put puppy mills out of business and kitten mills and rabbit mills too. The bill number is A4283, A4283, and we call it New York's puppy mill bill. A4283, because I'm putting this all on Facebook for people. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And just share. And if you know your friends and neighbors that live in your neighborhood, everyone in Syosset, everyone in that, you know, when you pull up your assembly person, you'll see their district. I thought, Tommy, you were going to be in Montesano's district because Glenn had his split, I actually found out. So you really, you just have to type in your address, spread the word, get the phones to ring. No, no, rah, rah, shish, That's my guy. That's my guy. Because he's, he's on our side. What is it? Ed Ra, right? He, yes. He's, he's my guy. I just got to make sure I knew his name. <laughs> uh, Ed Ra, if you ever want to reach out to us and connect with us, Ed, and, and talk about how important this is to you. No, not necessarily have to get you on the show, but if you want to reach out to Valerie and I, we'd love to talk with you and, and maybe uh, 
you could tell from I'm sure you're watching the show because why wouldn't you be? You could tell from my friend Val how how well versed and passionate she is about this stuff. And she could probably help a lot of your peers and colleagues understand what's going on. We are talking like hyper local right now, though, Valerie. Mm-hmm. But- yes. Yes. Strong Island, right? Representing Long Island, the whole thing. All of New York, all of New York, Queens, Manhattan, upstate New York. But I, I, one last thing about Ed Ra, you, you're gonna, you would love him even more because he rescued a shelter dog and named him Carter after my favorite Matt, Gary Carter. Oh, uh, the kid, Gary Kid Carter. Oh, That's so, right. so sad when he passed a number of years back, man. Yes. Oh, man. All right. So <laughs> you get me upset. You get me like, cranky about this you get me like i want to fight people like not like not like reno de maria in the parking lot first show ever if you haven't seen it september what was our first show what was the date september jackie right? knows reno so i do we, we yeah all that show that was kind of a badass show jackie we called it puppy mill thugs it was kind of so if you haven't heard that episode first I, ever of this you need to go back to it not just you jackie everybody else but have you heard that, <laughs> that was crazy i know what happened to him that was yeah. unbelievable Mm-hmm. So, so let's introduce our guest. So yes. there's a person and then there's a, a dog here. So, so <laughs> bear, bear's laying, bear's taking a nap. Bear, would you introduce bear. him? Hey, bear. Hey, bear. God, bear's out like a light. He's dead. I guess, <laughs> he's dead. Oh, no. oh my God, we have a funeral. Oh. No. Joe, there he said, goes. There goes the a, tail. The tail's wag. going. Always we so got good. a tail wag. We got a tail wag. We woke him up. Sorry, <laughs> go back to sleep, buddy. Sorry, Jack, he doesn't want to talk to us. He doesn't. <laughs> Working. Holmes by Mara. Holmes by Mara. Thank you. Welcome to the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. How are you? I'm great. It's been a great New Year so far. We have a little bit of COVID that went through my house, but so far, <laughs> just, just like an irritating cold. Oh, exactly. you're the house. You're the house that got COVID this year, this month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so Jackie, take it away, Valerie. Uh, I have to say, is one of my dearest friends. I literally like met her through networking. What else is new? And it, we very quickly we became fast friends. And it, anyone who meets her it, to know Jackie is to love her. I mean, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. She's just. She's, so much fun. She's a beautiful person. She's very caring. And I actually met her before she entered her career of real estate. I have seen her through the tough times. I've seen her through the great times. And she always has the best attitude. Now, I cannot even tell you like how much I admire this young lady because of her energy. She's a, a double black belt in karate. She's always doing stuff. And always, she makes time for everyone. And her love for animals is so sincere and so natural. Like, warning, if you have a dog or anything furry and she sees you and talks to you, you are going to see, like, a love fest like you've you've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean it. So from the bottom of my heart, Jackie, you know how much I love you. And I just, I want to also introduce you and talk about Homes by Mara, but um, you're just one of the best people in my life ever. And I'm so happy that you're on the show. I'm so happy to be here. I love you too, Val. Um, and actually I sent you something. You're going to get a little surprise in the mail. Yeah. <gasps> no way. Bit. Is it fuzzy? <laughs> no, it is not fuzzy. <laughs> it is not fuzzy. <laughs> no, I do love you too, Valerie. Um, and uh, you know, I love animals and homes by Mara does a, um, uh, an adoption event, you know, pre-COVID we did. Now we can, obviously, but every um, year we have in the driveway of Homes by Mara a whole setup. We had Rough House Rescue come the last time and a huge adoption event. So many dogs got adopted. There's like the van filled with puppies and then the older dogs are outside. It was the greatest day of my life. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's a big statement. That's a big it statement. It was so <laughs> amazing. I got to hang out with teeny little puppies like literally all day long. That was like, I just, I could have died and gone to heaven right there. I was like, oh Aww. my God, this is the best. It was the best. And see, what I love too about this whole thing is that like, so Mara owns this wonderful, very successful, uh, and she deserves it, uh, brokerage in um, North Shore, Syasa, Long Island. Yep. And I believe strongly that like attracts like. 
So when Mara was pursuing you and recruiting you to be a realtor, I just, I, I just love that she brought you in the loop because you are very much like Mara. Mara is very much like you, kind-hearted, hardworking, you know, and compassionate and, and an animal lover. I mean, these are the types of businesses. That's the whole point of this show. We want to highlight people. I don't care if you sell copy machines. If you do things for the animals and make the, the world a better place, these are the types of, this is the compassionate network we are looking to build. So I, I really, we definitely have to get into, we're going to go to break, but we have to get into how real estate, how, how pet uh, friendly real estate is impacting the market. I'm so okay. excited to talk about this. I'm so All right. excited. Me too. Woo. <laughs> we're going to go to a quick break. We have to do that because uh, Sam told me we have to do it. Sam's my so that, otherwise we wouldn't do it, Sam, if it wasn't you to tell us about it. All right, we're going to go to a quick break. This is Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. Jackie's here. Val's here. Joe's here. And I'm here. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the show. You didn't know that I was going to sing today. Well, neither did I, but I did. <laughs> there it is. Welcome back to Pals, Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. <laughs> Good voice you have there, Tommy. That's, that's my funny voice. That's like my announcer voice. Wow. I like it. I like it. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's kick off this topic. And I, I have to say, as a pet owner, obviously... Um, I have one dog, I have two cats, I have a beard dragon. So when selling your house, I think it is really an important consideration when you're looking to hire a realtor to ascertain whether or not you can trust them to be responsible with your animals. Because during an open house, they don't want you there. They don't want you at home. So this is just my take. I think there's other things to pay attention to also, obviously, but, you know, if you have a great realtor and another great realtor and one of them, let's say, Tommy, you're a realtor and you're allergic to cats. How are you going to hold up <laughs> our house for two hours? Uh, I'm not. I'm very allergic. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do like a, a COVID like out, outdoor open house. Like, hey, there's <laughs> here's the front door. Let's go around the back of the house. And then I got to go. I'll I don't like sneezing that much. But any, I get that thing where you got to scratch the back of your head. Like I get like yeah. I, itchy, I, I, it very like very itchy, Jackie. Anyway, that's yeah. not, 
the point is I would not make it that realtor. That's the point. So <laughs> I've had um, yeah. situations where one of my sellers had five dogs. So Ooh. I would have to corral them all <laughs> for showing, you know, especially you don't know if the people coming are afraid of dogs or there's still a yeah. lot of dogs. So I would corral them all to the back of the house outside. So the people would come in the front door. And then when the people wanted to go out the back, I had to corral them all and put them in different <laughs> cages with cookies and treats. And those, you know, it was a whole I new. Mean, please tell me that someone filmed this. Like were there cameras? <laughs> <laughs> to that point though i mean w- with social media being the way it is right now jackie like that would have been a trip man like chopping that up into little 30 second videos of you <laughs> <laughs> the buyers are here the buyers are here and you're like freaking out moving dogs around like that's people yeah. dig that. people would dig that i would watch that show i would, I would too <laughs> i don't want all that dog hair so i probably wouldn't buy that house but i would watch that show <laughs> and i guarantee you if if that was actually happening that in the middle of corralling them she was probably like, poochie, 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 poochie. <laughs> you know what i mean like like giving them belly rubs and everything <laughs> like, i did whatever i could a lot of bribery went on now i'm watching us you're on facebook and i just caught out of the corner of my eye you're like rub, 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 like that <laughs> <laughs> so what are you seeing, Jackie, in terms of like the demand for pet friendly and all of that fun stuff in real estate? Sales doesn't matter. You can if people have pets or don't have pets. But in the mm-hmm. rental market, there is way more people looking to rent that have pets than houses that are willing to allow you to have pets. Um, I have seen a little bit of a way around that. Um, some people will have their pet become a um um a therapy uh-huh. Yes. So if you have a therapy animal, you're not allowed to, um, you know, all the sellers, all the renters are not allowed to not allow that ha- that animal in the house. You have to mm-hmm. approve it. Um, so that's one See, way. Now, my it. theory, how, how I feel is that I feel that every animal is a therapy animal. Yeah. Well, well how do they, I, I got more, I have a bunch more questions about that, but like, yeah. first you should have somebody come on the show that could explain like how somebody become how an animal becomes a therapy animal. But to your point, Valerie, isn't that that unconditional love piece? Isn't that why I got the animal anyhow? Because, you know, I needed somebody who wouldn't argue with me, like everybody, all the human people in my <laughs> life who would just, who would just kind of slobber on me and hang out with me. Like, that's why I got the animal. But, um, yeah, I think I, I think you can make that argument that they're all emotional support creatures for us. But um, how, is there? How does that even happen? How do you say I declare you my emotional support <laughs> dragon, Elliot? No, <laughs> no. Um, there's an online form that you can fill out and have your dog declared an emotional support dog, and that right. also helps you um, when you want to take your animal with you, like on plane in hotels um there are a lot of pet friendly hotels now um mm-hmm. that allow you to bring your pets and it, it's great for people who don't have to worry about you know what are you going to do with your animal when you're going on vacation yeah yeah well you know i'm also the- told that the um like i know uh well even before covid but especially uh during and now when we travel, we want to take our dog with us on road trips and we obviously go to pet friendly hotels and whatnot but I'm told like the people who have investment properties that they use for like Verbo or whatever, or like mm-hmm. that they are um, encouraged to make them pet friendly because they will get a much greater premium. And the demand is, is really there. Like more and more people are traveling road trips with, with their pets. A hundred percent. And a lot of people are driving now instead of flying because of COVID. Ever since COVID happened, there have been a huge uptick in the amount of, of dog adoptions. Have you seen that? Like, it, yes. like, I, like I happened to get X. there right before COVID because I promised my daughter um, when our other dog passed away, we were getting another dog. I just happened to get him right before COVID. I didn't realize COVID was actually going to happen that fast. But he yeah. really is like, a, you know, a COVID baby. Um, Aww. We love you, Bear. How you doing, Kit? Isn't even I, it's funny. Before I said Bear, he was wagging his tail. Like he knows. <laughs> he just knows. He's the, so cute. 
Look at that tail. So cute. I can't wait to meet him. It's a sin. I haven't met this dog yet. He's so delicious. He loves people so much. He just wants to lick your face. Like he's so cute. What dog is he? He's a, a mixture of a German shepherd and something. We don't know what the something is, yeah. but he has this little head with these ears that go like this. And I he, like, sometimes he has like Yoda, like he's so. <laughs> My younger son loves that baby love Yoda character. So he looks like baby Yoda. He can't come by. So this do house. I. I have a baby Yoda on my tree. That baby Yoda thing took off. Like I, when I'm in the Target or Walmart, you know, I, I'm a high society. I'm a Maxinista. I don't know if I told you that yet, Valerie. I shop at TJ Maxx, you know? <laughs> so, well, I mean, like, bougie, you know? That's just the way it is over here. So when I go shopping sometimes and I see the baby Yoda, like, I know my son loves that guy. I actually got to pick him up. It's the cutest thing ever. I feel like baby Yoda is, I mean, how could you not love baby Yoda? You know? They have baby Yoda dog toys. I saw them all in, like, Petco and in uh, TJ Maxx Marshalls. And then is that me, though? Because you know they're going to, like, chomp on it. You know, nobody well, what do you call those dolls? It's not like one of those dolls they poke. What's those dolls they poke? Like, uh, oh, like a, a voodoo doll? Yeah, it's not like a voodoo yeah. doll. Like, you know, Baby Yoda's not real, Val. I'm sorry. If you're listening, I'm sorry if I screwed up the, the whole thing. <laughs> Tangent, chakra, chakra. <laughs> um, so, Jack, back to real estate. Yeah. Let's say, um, okay, so, well, actually, here's, here's another question. Trends. Um, uh, the younger generations, the Gen Z, the, the millennials, um, I, I believe a lot of them are, they're very socially conscious. A lot of them are animal lovers. They love the environment. They want to, you know, they're all about the, the social issues. Mm-hmm. You find that they are often, they have pets, they're pet owners. And like, you know, if they're shopping for a house, like, do they want to be close to like dog parks or whatever? It's half and half, depending on where they are in their life. I'm finding that the Families that have like, um, you know, their first kid or their second kid on the way, they Mm -hmm. most often don't have a dog. A lot of them are coming from uh, New York City, Manhattan. I'm moving Mm -hmm. out here. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a lot for the mom sometimes if she's home and this is like, you know, baby number one, baby number two and dog. It's a little too much. They're they're most likely would have a cat over a dog at that stage of their life. Um, But it, it is half and half. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been adopting and I'm really happy to hear it. You know, um, do you know that app next door? Do you have that on your phones? Yes. Okay. When shake was happening and it was getting closed down, there mm-hmm. was a stream on going on on next door with over 500 people commenting about shake going out of business. Everyone was texting about it. Couldn't believe it. It was going on for days and days and days. And everybody was psyched, you know, I, I was thrilled that so many people are really paying attention yes. to this stuff. Well, that's it makes me really happy. It, it starts with awareness. And that's why I thank, that's why it's so important for me to support people in the business world who, who get it because, you know, it, it starts with just raising awareness, whether you're doing an adoption event or whether you're posting on social media, whatever it is that you can do to garner attention to these issues, it does make a huge impact. It's a ripple effect. <laughs> like we talk about. And the only thing I'll say uh, about shape of paw is that, you know, they're certainly not the only ones, every single pet store, especially in Long Island. Um, I can literally, if someone challenges me, I dare you challenge me on this. Tell me that, you know, a pet store that doesn't purchase their inventory from puppy mills. And I will personally show you the CVIs, which stands for Certification of Veterinary Inspections, that prove where they're coming from. And I will pull it up for you. And I'm just saying, Shake and Paul, though it's fabulous what happened and, and the exposure that that's also providing, they're not the only ones. We're talking about every single pet store who sells retail sales of puppies, kittens, and rabbits. Uh, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break, gang. But when we come back, you you know, we're talking about this as if everybody knows the story. So you might want to just tell a give a quick, you know, for the three of us, the Reader's Digest version for other people. I don't know the Twitter version for younger people. <laughs> you remember? Re- I loved Reader's Digest, by the way. My grandparents used to have it sent to my house. 
which mm-hmm. shows how old it you is. You were in like doctor's offices growing up. Like you read it because you had nothing else to read in there. Yeah, it was yeah. great stories in there. It was really like cool, like short stories and stuff. I'm going to get, I'm going to find the readers. I'll just go to readersdigest.com probably now. Or get to, <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm going to go buy the Reader's Digest. Tommy, yeah, stop at the library while you're on your way back too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, when we come back, let's teach it. Tell them a little bit about that story because it is, it is telling, and it's not just the one brand. It's going. It's a rampant problem across across these uh, these pet shops. So let's address it so we can kind of call it out a little bit, so people do know. Because I learned, and I don't know that whole story, and I'm learning from you. So this is pals of professionals and animal lovers. Sure, we'll be back in 90 seconds. We got a lot more stories to tell, and I think Valerie has a challenge for. Oh yeah, that there was a challenge in the green room. So we'll talk about <laughs> challenging situation. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to the professionals and animal lovers show my name is tommy Devisa. how are you all right so uh <laughs> if for, for those of you shout out barry heffron check it in oh very funny tommy d you probably read national geographic too i did barry what about <laughs> it? Right. And if you're looking for it i found it during the break the website incredible that they did this they must have done it like a long time ago the website for readers digest is rd.com like Ooh, they, cool. it's probably like the third website that ever came out. All right. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you want to check out Reader's Digest. Anyway, back to the show, Jackie. I sent yes. you a little note, Jackie, because I it can get a little chaotic in this room because this is an extension of what goes on inside of my head and it's very chaotic <laughs> inside of there. So I would just say to you, talk to us specifically what you want to let us know about the real estate market, you know, homes by Mara and and just how you guys are are making an impact in real estate, but also you know some of the stuff you do, even furthering uh, the the movement. I'll call it the movement around advocacy. Well, Mara has two rescue dogs herself, um, and I love that about her. And Yay, by Mara, <laughs> she um, you know, she started doing the rescue events, and, and actually, it was really highly publicized. A lot of people came down. We had uh, a lot of news coverage about it, so I was really happy for her. It was a great thing to do, and I don't know any other agency in the area that does that. Um, so it's a really nice, personalized thing to really see people, meet people, and have people come over to the office and, and see people in person. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we can't do it anymore, but pre-COVID, it was a great event. Um and I will say about this market, since COVID happened, 
it's really been crazy. Usually December and January used to be these very slow months where everyone would go away and everything would tone down. But now because people are so terrified to go away and especially with Omicron going on and everyone's getting COVID, it's a huge, you know, I, we had it in our house. Um, my December and January are still really busy now. And I feel badly for some of the buyers because you really have to be a very strong buyer to get a house in this market. You you know, I had buyers that, you know, only had maybe 5% to put down. And what ends up happening is they are got, not getting any of the houses. So they have to regroup, save some more money to be able to put 10% down so they can, you know, play with everybody else and at least get an offer that gets accepted. Um, and, and if the market keeps going up, that 5% number keeps getting higher. Yes. Yeah, so this um, last year, there was, I think, at least a 9% jump in home prices. And this year, the same exact thing is supposed to happen again. Is there wow, still wow. like, is there still this thing where like, I'm asking 375 for this house in, I don't know, Franklin Square. You probably can't touch Franklin Square for that, but let's just make a number up, right? 375. Yeah. Um, and but they, they get like 30, 40 grand over ask. Like, is that yes. still a thing? Yes. Like, like, cause that's, yes. I remember that was like, so nine, so 2020, so 21, I, you know, I, well, 21 just ended, but it's still a thing. Talk to me, talk to us about that because that's a hundred percent. And not even in that, in the 500 and under price range, you're going to have 30 to 40 people bidding on the same house. It's going to be absolutely crazy. So you have to kind of do uh, all offers in by this time at this date and go over everything with your seller and say, you know, um, you have this many offers. A lot of people have cash in those numbers. So people want a cash deal because you don't have to worry about getting a mortgage or getting approved. Just Mm -hmm. the deal can be done in two weeks, done. Mm -hmm. Um, And things are still going over asking when you're in the 800s and millions. I sold something that went 50,000 over asking that was well over a million. Mm. And, you know, if you have a low amount of inventory and all these people looking, you still have a seller's market, which is what we've had for the past two years. Well, I think that also because of COVID, like COVID hit and obviously it was longer than two weeks. And and, um, a lot of people in the uh, congested areas, right, they started reaching, um, selling and moving out to the more suburban areas. And I think there was a lot of people who wanted to stay like in Manhattan or whatever metropolis area. And but now that it's lasted so much longer, I think that people are like, you know, anyone who was like on on the uh, on the cusp, you know, of of staying versus going, they might just be too tired and they just don't deal with another round or another variant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that made the rental market crazy the past two years also. The people that weren't sure what they wanted to do, so mm-hmm. they might be considering you know, leaving the city but not sure that they actually wanted to leave the city for good or a more crowded area like Queens or Brooklyn, so they yeah. were looking to rent out here. And that made wow. the prices for rentals go incredibly high also. You were looking at a house that was maybe $3,000 to rent two, three years ago, and now they're asking 4,500 and you're like, wow, it's a a tiny little cape and you're, but those are the prices. It's, it's just. So let me ask you. So, so first of all, a couple things I threw the uh, website homes by Mara. It's on Facebook. If you're watching, listening, whatever, check them out. Homes by Mara. (laughs) Mara is spelled M A R A. um, For those taking notes at home here. What? I I mean, look, this is not, this is not a conversation we're going to solve or a problem we're going to solve right here in this meeting. Maybe if we spend another 30 minutes on it later, we'll figure it out. But the joke is young people, I'm not considered young in this particular category, but like people just getting started, things like that, coming out of school, right? Maybe she has a job, he has a job. If they're a couple, the whole thing or single people, forget about it. Like Jackie, in your experience, can people stay on this island? And and how is there affordable? Just forty five hundred bucks for for or for to rent somebody else's house? That's like crazy in town. I mean, <laughs> and that's not even bad for over here. It, I feel sad when I actually have people that say to me, "I cannot believe I'm spending a half a million dollars, and this is all I get." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah." <laughs> Well, you know, it sounds like it's so much money in other parts of the country. It's a lot of money. You get great things, you know, Valerie who moved far, far away. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I still can't believe. Yeah, Yeah. I I still can't believe. So Jackie sold our house in uh, 2019 um, before COVID, right? So we 
sold. Um, and I, I will get into what a great job she did, but ultimately uh, in price comparison, you know, I look back and I can't believe what our house sold for our little tiny house in Baldwin, um, which had uh, maybe 1800 square feet and try to remember now. Um, anyway, it was sold for over a half a million dollars, a three bedroom, uh, one and a half bath, on a small, you know, typical, like a 40 by a hundred lot of land, whatever. And I mean, the house was well built. Uh, we, we did some upgrades to it and it was a great house, but we were shocked that we got the number we did. So thank you, Jackie. And I welcome bringing it back to the animals and everything. I cannot even tell you how many times you hear stories about people who uh, their pets get out during a showing. And Jackie knows I would die if that ever happened to me. <laughs> but I, I want to implore everyone, like, if you have pets and, and you are going to be selling your home, you know, you should really consider a realtor who, who is re- truly compassionate about animals, but who gets it. Um, I've seen, uh, actually, a friend of mine just lost a cat. Um, she found it, but one of the contractors let her cat get out. And that is like every pet owner's worst nightmare. Yeah. And even just just being cognizant of where the animals are. Um, I we, When we moved, we had a mover step on my dog and my dog was stationary. He was I actually tied his leash to um, a door handle. And when I heard the high pitch yelp, like I uh, like blood rushed through me. I was like so enraged. And I was like, that cannot happen. <laughs> on my dog. I was like flipping out. But, you know, these are all components like a, a true animal lover is going to be very um, sensitive to all of these issues. And they're not going to let your dog or or your pets, your cats get out and they're not going to step on them. And these are some of the reasons why all, you know, if you're interviewing real estate agents um, and it's one of the largest transactions of your life, don't you want to work with a compassionate person who's also a pet owner, who's also a pet lover, and who will treat your animals with kid gloves while you're not there. Yeah, you also have to, um, most sellers are very responsible. So if you're scheduling a showing, they will most likely, if it's one or two dogs, take them in the car Mm -hmm. um, because you don't know who's coming to see the house. You might have people Mm -hmm. that are allergic or are fearful. So you have to be wary of that. So most homeowners will take the animals out of the house. If it's not possible, they'll put them in the cage or lock them in a certain room. You know, they're, they're, they're really pretty good about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I do always ask those questions and make sure that that stuff is taken care of before the showing comes. And I will ask the people that are coming, if anybody has allergies, if if anybody is fearful, if there's a problem, if the animal is in the house. That's thoughtful Mm -hmm. stuff though. That's not, and I think, you know, we talk a lot in business about like differentiators from from vendors, providers, solution providers, whatever the case is. Like, how do you differentiate yourself? You know, like we're in the employee benefits business. We sell health insurance. There's probably 2000 agencies that sell health insurance, you know, around where I am. You know, um, you're a realtor. Realtors are there's a lot. There's a lot of realtors, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's thirty thousand on Long Island. <laughs> well, no. the, island ain't, the island ain't that big, gang. It, but, 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 you know, but there's so you have to, and and maybe some of it's social media. Obviously, the level of service you prov- that an individual provides, but it's also what are these key key uh, differentiators? And in this case, I'm sitting here hearing Valerie talk about. How dare somebody, and that's me saying it, but Valerie was saying it too, step on Joby. Like, how freaking dare you? But, like, you know, what what is the owner of that moving company doing? Like, maybe if you're a concierge type of business, right, mm-hmm. aren't your people coming in? You say kick gloves. I say, you know, booties. If you're coming in my house, I want booties on your feet and the white gloves. Not, you know, not boot. You know, the booties you put around your – we don't wear shoes yeah. in we, Val, we've had this conversation, but you know where, where those people, you know, shoes come off at the door. That's kind of our deal. It's, I grew up that way. I, so any, you don't want to hear all this. The point is if the movers are, if the movers are coming, right. And I'm, if I'm the owner of a moving company and I'm an animal person, you know, I'm going to say, Hey guys, when we train you, we're going to talk about, you know, how to move things, how not to hurt your back, but how not to step on people's animals like look at be aware the, the man or woman who did that made a mistake they didn't want to i guess they did they didn't probably want to step on your dog yes. but it's being mindful this all goes to a question believe it or not jackie uh-huh. are there particular vendors and, and you can say this over the break and we can say it when we come back but are there local vendors 
other providers that you want to shout out that are focused in that just as homes by Mara is like, are there lenders, mortgage professionals that you want to shout out? Are there title people that you want to shout out on this platform here? And are there moving companies, you know, staging companies, whatever. I've obviously set you up because we don't have time for it. So you'll have to now do that when we come back from break. It gives you 90 seconds or so to figure it out. The more I fumble and bumble here, it gives you more seconds to figure it out when we come back. This is the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. We're going to a break. When we come back, Jackie's hot list of the top pet-focused and animal-focused providers here on Long Island. We'll be right back. Hey, Jackie. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Pulling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. so like high strong during the break and then the music came back on and i feel so zen welcome back to pals <laughs> i'm tommy d that's Val, and that is jackie and um jackie i, I gave you some this is the lightning round i gave you some I gave you, <laughs> are you nervous you're in the hot seat now um <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready give it to me what is it so 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 are there professionals that you work with that have this similar focus in different industries complementary to, to the work you do and if you feel yes out about- yes i have a few favorite people all right oh here's my puppers um one of my favorites is jeff alfano he is an inspector um most awesome human being i've ever met in my entire life plus hey, every single hey. time what? Well, inspector-wise, inspector-wise. Ah, Plus, he oh, gives me yeah. candy. Valerie needs a hug. Do you need a hug, Val? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, virtual hugs for everybody. Jackie, hug it up. Hug it there up. There you go. First virtual hug of 22. Well done. Um, every time I see Jeff, he gives me cinnamon Jolly Ranchers. So it like, oh, makes that my day. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, yeah. Even oh, Didn't even know there were cinnamon Jolly Ranchers. Is that exactly. Something? Exactly. Oh, this guy's so, badass. He makes his own Jolly Ranchers? What's going on? <laughs> no, but he orders them. Me, Jeff. So he gives them to me. I need it's some. Like, I have to give some to you. It's like a thing. I hand them out to everybody now and like convert everybody to love cinnamon flavored Jolly Ranchers because nobody knows it's a thing. It's a Does thing. he do anything for the animals? I mean, I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> he's very just Jolly Ranchers. He's just he's just a great person. Like whenever we have okay. inspections, he's just like super. Fair nice. enough. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a few mortgage people that I love. I don't necessarily know like you know what they do animal wise, except they show up to our events, especially Sonia. Nanja, she works with um, Cardinal Financial, and she comes to all our Homes by Mara events. So woohoo for Sonia, because she's been at our our, our little um, adoption event as well. And <laughs> and I think Scott Schrager has, um, he's from Intercontinental, and he's come to a few things. So you know him, Valerie. Hey, Scotty. I know that company. Yeah. He's yeah. Scotty Schrager. Scotty Schrager is 
an animal lover, and so is his wife Lisa. Yay! Yes, he's shout a good guy. Out, shout out, Scotty. How you doing, yeah. man? Yeah, th- those are my those are my favorites. Thank you, Jackie. I have a joke for you. What? Here we go. Okay, you ready? <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cat. Oh no! <laughs> Interrupting. Meow. <cat. laughs> Yeah. I didn't want to say it because I know what you were going to say. I just, oh my God. I'm sorry. From now on, we will end the show 10 minutes early if that stuff is going to happen. Isn't that supposed to be a cow? It's supposed to be interrupting cow. Well, it's, apparently it's not. Uh, it's, <laughs> so, last night, from, from Richie Schwartz, the pet photographer, I thought it was hysterical. Look, by changing, you know, by changing the breed or species, that joke doesn't get any better. But <laughs> I, I, that all that being said, I will use that joke later on tonight with my children and they'll dig it. You know, <laughs> but the, the older one. Meow. Meow. All right, shout out. <laughs> Sapali checking in on Facebook. Hey, Barry Heffron checking in on Facebook. <laughs> support. Um, I get Lisa. It's funny. Lisa thinks it's funny. Lisa just said, "Ha ha, too cute." Now, I don't know. If <laughs> me Thank and this stuff I say or your joke. I think I'm going to give it to you, Val. I say it's your it's your joke. <laughs> <laughs> That is very. I can't believe she saw it coming. It's like the timing of it. It's interrupting cow. You're supposed to. I didn't know. I I never heard it before. Oh yeah, joke. That is like a really old joke. You just (laughs) changing the speed. Well, maybe I'm not old. No, you're not. You are young, very young. You know who is young too, or or would you know always look to be young. Now, what's the Betty White thing you were talking about in in our green room? She would have been. Hundo, a hundred years old. Oh, thank you. Really yes. cool. I would like to be that one day, a hundred. That would be cool. So oh. Betty White uh, was a huge animal lover and a huge animal advocate. And in her honor, there is something called the Betty White Challenge. So she would have turned 100 years old on the 17th of this month, January 17th. And so the challenge is to get as many people as possible to go to their local shelter and donate $5 in her name. So it's, it's a great way to honor her legacy and to do something great for the animals. Of course, you can give more than $5 if you want to, um, but it's $5 because that makes it more you know, achievable. And we are encouraging everyone across the entire country to do this on January 17th. Hashtag Betty White Challenge. Hashtag Betty White Challenge. We got a whole hashtag. Hashtag Rose Nyland. Because I got to tell it, I will say it here first. I freaking love watching the Golden Girls. I yeah. love that no, But I mean, Be it might make sense for women. But like, I was like a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> I loved watching that show. <laughs> you know, Blanche was hysterical. Obviously, Dorothy. And what's the mother's name? I can't think of the mother now. She's... Um, Oh, God. oh my God! What's her name? Some somebody help us out. But Rose Nyland, I had I had to Google Rose really because she was so fun, from Saint Olaf. The whole thing, every back in Saint Olaf, and, and mm-hmm. then the, the mother would be like, "Picture this, Sicily, nineteen forty eight, and I love <laughs> I love that show. I can definitely I could watch for days. It's probably on the Netflix or one of those things right now. Uh, you like that Val? When I throw the, the Netflix that yeah. don't actually have the in front of it, I always love it. Yeah, because, <laughs> it's like uh, he's like a country bumpkin. Like he doesn't know how to say stuff. Like it's it's funny <laughs> what I do it that way. All right, so <laughs> I want to say something also about Jackie's profession. So my travels, um, and Jackie, I've been threatening you with this for a while, and now I'm going to do it. But um, I have met other philanthropic and uh, specifically animal lovers uh, who. Uh, let's say there, there's a husband and wife real estate team in St. Augustine, Florida. And every time that they buy or sell a house, they do a transaction, they donate um, a percentage to uh, like a local reputable shelter. Mm-hmm. So I want to connect you with them because, you know, if people are moving from New York to Florida or whatever, I think that as animal lovers, you guys would synergize really well. And this is the kind of network Again, we're looking to build. I'm looking to, I heard there's a mortgage company that donates, uh, they sponsor an adoption fee every time there's a, a closing. Oh, that's great. Uh, Are they I know. Are they, they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I got to find, I got to double check. I think it might be immigrant, but don't hold me to that. I'll, I'll right, listen. If you're listening, gang, and I know there's a lot of you doing just that, and, and you have some connections at that bank that, that, how did you say, Val? They, they make a donation. 
towards a, an adoption? Is that what, what they do? They, they donate to whatever shelter or rescue that they are aligned with. They donate whatever the adoption is. So sometimes an adoption fee is $150 or $200, and depending on whether or not they need certain like rabies shots or whatever, um, they, they will cover that. All right. So, so listen, if you're, uh, that's awesome, by the way, put your money, yeah. put your money where yeah. it is, get really involved. And that's, but that's what this show is all about. It's really to bring together the people who are doing this work, by the way, one last thing, Sophia Petrillo. Thank you. Wikipedia. Oh yes. All right. So shout out to Wikipedia. And, and <laughs> I think every time I, you know, I've never donated to Wikipedia, but they always ask me to donate. And when it's stuff like that, like I was able to get the answer I needed right away. That's really good. I got to send me an invoice, Wikipedia. I owe you a couple bucks for all the. <laughs> the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, I, that I don't know what to tell you. That's the train. That's the Long Island Railroad. Just to prove to you that we are hometown Long Island, I make the train show up. Oh, um, I see it. Exactly like <laughs> I just saw it right there. Across the street, you can you can see it. It's through the window. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. When I used to have, when I would go into New York City, Jackie, I would never take this line because it's the worst line in history. Maybe not worst in history. It just doesn't run frequently. You miss the train, you're in trouble, right? Oh. Long story. When you're home in an attic for a year and a half, you hear it all the time. So I don't know which train I was missing all the time because it runs like regularly. All right, we got to bring this show to a close. Jackie, thank you for being here. It probably went like a a blip because that's it what did. Thank you for having me. I just want to shout out one thing that I did get there from North Shore Animal League. So thank you to them. North Yay, Shore. North Shore Animal League. Woo. <laughs> oh, I love that. I wonder if it's going to get played out. I'm not sure. It's only the first show with the pom pom. Oh my God, sad face. Oh my God, she did sad face, frowny face. I'm sorry, Val. Please, <laughs> the pom poms again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Barry, give her a hug. She needs a hug. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I have a couple more things to say and not a lot of time to say it. So first thing is next week on the show, Michael Caruso from Raptor Shield will be here. Raptor Shield. It was actually designed because their little Yorkie was attacked by a red-tailed hawk. Luckily, she survived. We're going to be talking about that. So what do they do? They make a protective shield lightweight and comfortable as well as durable to protect dogs from the razor sharp talons of birds of prey. Wow. That's pretty wild. My dad has a koi pond in his backyard and some of those big old birds, they would, they, they kind of hang around and then they fly down and they used to scoop his birds out of the pond. So we had to dig the pond deeper, maybe a different episode, Tommy, because we're out of time, but we can always talk about koi <laughs> one other day. <laughs> But Michael will be on the show next week. Michael, we're excited to meet you. Uh, Valerie talked to you, and actually, we were connected through the Pet uh, American Pet Professionals Networking Group. So, shout out to that gang as well. Jackie, thanks for being here. Val, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank this, you, everybody. Uh, your insight. I have one last thing to say, and then we go to close. In his total commitment to nonviolence, Gandhi always included the animals by stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. Take care, everybody. Hey, Gandhi. Hey, Gandhi. Oh, my God. ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. 
That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.